Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of In Focus. I'm Maddie Mosley with Bailey Grant and Jessica Bertram. Every other week we explore various genres of music. We also interview local artists and take a deeper dive into the Arizona music industry. This episode's guest is a country artist in Tucson who took her early childhood love of Shania Twain and used it as a starting point for her own singing and songwriting. Before we get to that, here's Bailey and Jessica with some country music trivia! Jessica and Bailey here, and we've got a little true or false game that is Country Music Edition. Bailey, you want to start? Okay, Jessica. True or false? Tim McGraw has five tattoos, one of them being a leprechaun with a cowboy hat. I'm going to go with true just because that is so random. You are correct! Yay! (laughs) Okay. So, my first one for you is that Dirks Bentley was born in Chandler, Arizona. True. False. What? <laughs> he was born in Phoenix. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> Trick question. Okay, okay. Country music originated in the western part of the United States. Uh, false. Dang it. Yeah. I'm only going to guess because, like... We, you know, the U.S. started in the East, made their way to the West. So that's the only reason. Well, it originated in the Southern part. Uh, makes sense. Okay, this one's pretty easy. Uh, Carrie Underwood uh, became famous after being on the X Factor. False. American Idol. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one for me. Country music started as a mix of folk music from the British Isle. Church music and African American blues. False. True. Oh. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> okay. And my last one, so this one's kind of, I think, hard because I wouldn't know this one. So Willie Nelson has used the same guitar since 1969. True. Oh, you are smart. And do you know what he calls the guitar by chance? I did, but I can't remember. He calls it Trigger. <laughs> That's right, Trigger. Up next, we've got an interview with Kayla Cox. She's a local country musician in Tucson, Arizona, and she'll be interviewed with Maddie. Listeners, it's Maddie Mosley here. We are super excited. We got to take a little trip down to Tucson to visit an awesome local artist, Kayla Cox. Say what up, girl. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. We are super excited, guys. We are going to get to know a little bit about Kayla, her music style, and what makes her her. So just to let everybody know, she does country, y'all. I know we got those country fans out there. So to get things started, what made you want to go down the country path? 
So I'm originally from South Dakota, and growing up, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, and her favorite singer is Shania Twain. And so by default, Shania Twain was always on the radio, at the house, in the car. So the first song I ever sang when I was like two years old was Honey, I'm Home by Shania Twain, and I could barely even talk. And so um, I think it was just like by default, my parents loved country so much, and I just grew up. It wasn't even like a question if I liked country or not. It was just so normal to me. And... I think I relate most to country, so it's it's really always been country music for me. It's never been a question. We also know that you have opened up for some big country artists, such as we got some Martina McBride up in here, we got some Kane Brown, some Luke Pell. How did that happen? How did you get into contact with these people? Yeah, so it's actually really cool because I don't have anybody booking my shows for me. Um, it's really me and my dad who's doing everything. Um, my first opening was Kane Brown. I opened for him twice. Um, I just kind of said, hey, I reached out to the venue, and I was like, hey, like, will you take a chance on me? And Because I didn't have really any videos. I had a few YouTube videos, but no like live videos. And so they were like, I mean, sure. I sent them some YouTube videos, and they were like, sure. And so I had a video person there capturing those moments. And so from that, I was able to send more venues, like me performing live and be like, hey, this is what I do, like, can I open for these people? And um, Martina McBride and the Eli Young Band, um, I had to send them all my stuff, and then they had to send them to Martina McBride's people and to Eli Young Band's people, and they had to approve me, actually. We actually wanted to ask you about that because not a lot of people try to take that chance and do it themselves, but was that an easy thing for you and your dad to decide to do without having to go through somebody else? Yeah, my dad owns his own business, and so he is, like, the master of hustling and, like, doing it himself and, like, really being in charge of, you know, what he's doing and being in, you know, just control. And so I think that we really liked the aspect of, like, it's just so much more rewarding knowing that we are working our butts off to, you know, have me in front of all these people. And, um, you know, we're not having to pay anybody. We're not... You know, it's really it's really rewarding, and um, it's getting easier now that my name is getting out there more and more, um, which has been really cool. So, I think that we're both like very business oriented, like our that's how we work, and so it was kind of an easy decision to just be like, you know what, let's see what we can do, let's see how far we can take this by ourselves. So, it's been fun. Would you say that that's taken off a little bit of pressure from just? being able to work side by side with your dad and getting it done yourselves? Absolutely. Um, my dad is definitely one of my best friends. I think that we have like a lot in common and we're very similar. Um, so when we do butt heads, it's not, it's not great at all by any means, but when we get along and which is most of the time we hardly ever fight, it's really great. And so he really is one of my best friends and it's been, it's been, yeah, so much, like, there's no pressure on it. Like, my dad and I just get to be, you know, having fun, and he loves to help me out. He's really proud of me, which is really awesome. Obviously, you said you guys don't have to pay anybody, so and we always like to kind of ask the business aspect of things. So are you getting paid to do these shows, or are you just trying to get your name out there? At the beginning, it was nothing. You know, I wasn't getting paid at all, and I was like, that's okay. Like, I'm going to keep doing it, and, you know, eventually it's going to pay off, and, um... I yeah I now I'm getting paid for these gigs which is really rewarding and um, it just feels really good to like be rewarded for th like the hard work I've put in because even before I was getting these opening gigs I was in my bedroom like all the time like writing music and learning the guitar and 
um, just bettering myself, and it was things that people didn't really see. And um, I think the first year out of high school, people were kind of like, oh, what is she doing, you know? And once it once it was like, oh, she's opening for Martina McBride, it's like people finally get to, like, see my hard work, and it's it's really cool, and it's really rewarding. And so since you're out here working hard, doing your thing, um, are you also working, um, apart from music, helping with the family business, I'm assuming? I work for my dad's company, which is Smith & Cox Retirement Planners right now. And um, I'm moving to Nashville at the end of December. So I have some people I'm working with in Nashville. And um, then I'll probably in Nashville get a part-time job also just to, you know, be able to pay the bills. You got to do what you got to do when you're an artist, right? You got to get out there. So I'm obviously assuming you're super excited to go to Nashville. Are you nervous to take that big leap and get out there? I'm actually not nervous at all. I'm so excited. Um, I think right out of high school, I was like, I'm moving to Nashville, you know, but I'm so thankful it's been two years and I didn't move because I think I needed this time to like find out who I am as an artist. And I've had all these experiences opening for people. And um, so I feel like I'm actually like really ready. I feel prepared. I feel like it's time um, to take that step and to, you know, jump into the deep end and either sink or swim. And I'm, I'm going to swim. So (laughs) one way or another, you know? So obviously a lot of, it's common for a lot of people to go to Nashville, especially in the country scene, but how would you say, um, the country scene is out here, particularly in Tucson? In Tucson, I think that, um, the country music scene does have a really cool community, and there are a lot of really talented country music artists um, who are doing their thing here and uh, loving it. And so I have felt comfortable here as a country artist, but I think that um, I do need to push myself, you know, even more, and I do need to take that step going to Nashville, and it's going to be a scale so much larger than Tucson, um, but the Tucson country music scene has been really cool, and conti- like that will always continue to be cool, but I think that where I need to be is Nashville just to pursue, you know, to continue to better myself and grow into what I want to become. So, okay. So everybody heard that it's good in Tucson, but you gotta, gotta move on up. Okay. I like it. So we also know that besides country, you love pop and rock, correct? 80s rock. So the big question is, are you going to pull a Taylor Swift and switch to some other genres once you're out doing your thing? Honestly, my honest answer is that I am country music. I think that I do fun covers of 80s rock and I do fun covers of pop music, but at the end of the day, when I write music, I'm never trying to write country music, I think, but when I write my music, it is country. And when I feel the most comfortable, it is country music. And, um, you know, pop music or rock music isn't me at the end of the day. It's fun to cover those things, but at the end of the day, like, I am country, and I never, I would never see myself singing anything other than country. She's a country girl through and through, so sorry, T-Swift. She's not about to pull a you. The old Kayler is not going to be dead, y'all. That's basically what we're, what we're getting at here. A couple more questions about your music that you are currently working on. Is there anything that you are working on right now that just... Obviously, all of it means a lot to you, but what is something you're working on right now that just, like, gives you the feels? Um, I think the last song I wrote, um, I wrote it in, like, 30 minutes, and it came so easy, and it was just, like, one of the favorite, my favorites I've ever written. Um, so that was really cool, and I got to sing it at 
Laura Valley Music Festival, which I was I just did in um, beginning of October. Uh, but then I think right now, like my main focus is just Nashville, and I can't get my mind off Nashville and how in love with that city I am and just I'm so excited and so right now it's like finding a place and where am I going to live and I know I'm working with Troy Olson so that's cool um Troy Olson's from Marana and um he did the whole artist thing he toured he did everything and now he is living on Music Row and he does producing and he does songwriting and he's doing artist development on me so uh one of our first goals when I move out there is to work on an album so I think that excitement is also there about you know getting to record an album right when I get out to Nashville, so. Damn, she's about to, she's just going to do it big over here. I can, I, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. She is excited, so we like it. I just have to go back and ask, so that song that you said that you wrote in 30 minutes, what is the name of that song? It's called That's Where I'm At, which is like an interesting title, but it's about, um, like after a breakup, um, a lot of people will say, you know, how are you doing? And, you know, are you okay? And a lot of times, like, we lie and we're just like, yeah, we're okay. You know, because, like, you don't want to talk about it all the time. And so I just wrote this song, and it's, like, a very vulnerable, like, this is actually where I'm at. You know, like, this is honestly how I feel. And, like, I could lie and tell you I'm okay, but this is where I'm at. That's what the people like, okay? I'm all about that. So you go, girl, I like it. So I just have to wrap up with the ultimate question who is your country heartthrob it's tim mcgraw (laughs) she went with the throwback y'all can never go wrong with tim no it's just he's always he will always be the heartthrob like he was when i was little and he still is so he has my heart for sure watch out faith (laughs) kayler's coming for (laughs) you i love it well kayler thank you so much for joining us on in Focus. Do you have anything else you would like to say to the listeners? Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys having me, and I hope that you guys will follow my music in the future. You can find me on social media at Kaylor Cox Music everywhere. I do YouTube videos, but definitely like stay posted on everything I'm doing and uh, check out my music in the future, and I'm really excited, so thank you. All right, y'all. This has been another episode of In Focus. We're out. When it hurts this good, you gotta play twice. Another Focus is a podcast produced by Cronkite News in association with Arizona PBS. I'm Jessica Bertram, along with Maddie Mosley and Bailey Grant. Our opening song is Take You Home Tonight by Vibe Tracks, and our closing song is Scarlet Fire by Otis McDonald.